This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Zach, and I play Alaris Dream, a half-high-elf bladesinger wizard, scholar of the Weaver's Guild, and a keeper of reflection. My name is Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Capes. My name is Steven, and I play Urshan Bethethnosh, a red dragonborn cleric of the Twilight Domain, representative of the EWU, and a part of the Lace Battalion. My name is Sarah, and I play Agnar Elfbreaker, an orc barbarian and the first daughter of the late Jarl, Skold of Indelfilk, killed by the warlord Gleb Headtaker. And this is Advantage. Advantage. Last time in episode 3.4, the party learned of the bounty set on the head of Agnar Elfbreaker by her brother, Jarl Irontusk of Endelfilk. Despite this, Agnar insisted that they journey into town to gather information and check in on old allies. And that's where we will pick up. You're exiting Okra Bjorn's daughter's smithery out the back door, which, as we just established, canonically enters the back door of Njal the Wooler, mm-hmm. um, who is not expecting visitors in her shop. Uh, she is a, a tailor and a dye worker. She's got this like big warehouse in the back, surrounded like vats of garments being dyed, stockpiles of wool bundled up in corners and etc. She's one of many workers here and all of them turn around. Who in the nine hells are you? Hi, can I meet with you very quickly? I'm so sorry to interrupt on your work day. You're not supposed to enter through here. We know people. The front door. You'll come back in through the front. <laughs> you open the door to go back into Bjorn's daughter's smithery uh, and then exit the front door of her shop into that little area where Okra was meeting with the new customers and then immediately adjacent to the shop once again. Bring Ding, ding. There's a little bell at the top, I guess. And there is Njal the Wooler. Hello! Can I help you find a tailor-made garment of any sort? Hey, it's me! I don't know who you are. <laughs> and I'm confused. But I can see that you look like a plain orc who's in need of some tailor-made clothing. And I have just the right articles for you, my friend. Come here. Let me get your measurements. I just pull the cloak slightly away from my arm to reveal that there's not an arm there. Y'all is pulling out the tape measures. And I'm like, it's me. And I put it back. What a nice cloak you have. And she stands up, uh, gets up off of her knee and says, can I talk to you in the back where we can take perhaps more measurements? I've got a changing room over here. Yes, that would be perfect. I need to bring my friends though. (laughs) (laughs) So you are all five inside. I guess you don't have to. No, no. How big is this changing? I mean, yeah, I guess you don't have to. No, 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 no. I'm committed to this now. Yeah, it's a very funny bit. (laughs) How big is this room? Let's say that it's, you go into the Dillard's and it's the handicap stall. Okay. Okay. It's pretty 
roomy. It's pretty roomy, but like uncomfortable. Yeah. Roomy in terms of changing rooms, not roomy in terms of rooms that you want to spend your day in. So it's a little snug. Like orcs are generally bigger, so you would assume that they're Dillard's room would also be bigger. Correct, but this is not a Dillard's room. Yeah. This is a changing room for y'all the Wooler. Their changing room you would expect to be bigger. I guess still probably not five characters big. How can I help put you into some good garments today, friends? Um, what's your most popular color? Purple. The rich purple. The really nice rich purple that you see everywhere hanging in Indelfike. You know how we get this purple? I would like to know. Uh... Dyes? True, it is dyes. Do you want to see the dyes in the back? Yeah, let's go see the dyes in the back. We will exit the room, I guess. And we have just entered, and we will go into the warehouse. Sounds good. This person is so accommodating of just, like... I mean, I don't know. I've been here, though, with customers who just, like, want the dumbest shit. And, like, you're like, all right, let's do that then, I guess. She's a motivated salesperson. Is the warehouse crowded? Like, is there a bunch of other workers there? There are people in the warehouse. Yes, people in the warehouse. I will warn you now as we enter the warehouse that you will not be alone. There are people in the warehouse. But come see these vats. These full of the vivid purple dye that we make our things specifically here in Indelfilk. See, these vats are filled with this beautiful dye made from these little purple roly-poly looking bugs that you kind of squish up and you kind of grind them into this little pulp and you add some little chemicals. You put some stuff in there and some some other fancy things and you blend it up. You heat it up a lot and uh, you really soak the garments in. You soak that wool and it gets really deep in. How much for a nice hat made of this purple. How much for a nice hat made of the purple, you say? Let me go over here to my cash register and roll some dice. Uh, that is- I like how Agnar is just like, like, okay, I mean, man's got a shop, I guess. That'll be uh, nine silver, please. This is a very nice hat that we are getting for you, my customer, whose name is... Didn't think of that one, did you? Alaris. Alaris, my friend, my friend and customer Alaris. So it is great to see you. What a beautiful hat we will get you in. Did you want a fresh bespoke hat, Alaris, or did you want a hat off the shelf here? A fresh bespoke hat, please. A fresh bespoke hat. I will gather, reach in my pocket, and I will pull out this tape measure. I will wrap this around your little head. And, oh, it's actually quite a larger head than I anticipated. Excuse me, I didn't mean to say that out loud. Um, (laughs) But I will have this quickly dyed, and we can get this to you. Fresh and washed and clean and supple in uh, three days. Sounds great. Now, since you've already paid up front, we will have no problem problem with that now i just need you to fill out this little form and tell me about what the kind of hat style you like uh what do you want to brim do you want it to be crushable do you want it to be rigid um what what type of pinch do you want at the top do you want to pinch at all do you want it to be pointy do you want a feather in it do you want a custom feather hat band oh definitely want a feather you definitely want a feather well well i got a big selection of feathers for you my friend come over here we also have dyed feathers look with these dyes come in all sorts of colors it's not just that purple I was talking to you about, and that's just the only one that we've got here in Indofolk that is particular, but I have connections all over. And let me tell you, I have news. But! Oh, right. That sounds good. Um, can we talk more about the 
news of the feathers. Yes, come over here into the feather closet. Sounds good. There are no feathers in this closet, but you are all five in there. How big is this closet? It's decently sized. <laughs> Smaller than the changing room. <laughs> Smaller than the changing room. Let <laughs> them y'all still made a sale. <laughs> Neil is a committed salesperson. We've already discussed this. Neil knows the truth that coonings come and go, but business is forever. Business is forever. <laughs> Listen, that bespoke hat That's a will last a lot the life. rest of his life. That is an investment, is what that yep. is. Yep. Yep. So while in the feather closet. While in the feather the closet. The featherless feather closet. How now? What news? Agnar, you know that I have connections to shepherds and, and markets everywhere uh, and then I know the villages all over uh, the river Svik they all send their wool downstream to me what do you want to know Okra told us that they're preparing for something big Okra already made like 2,000 axes yeah oh my gosh have you had similar orders and is it also a government check? For nice hats. For very nice, very nice hats. Bespoke uh, war hats. Nothing. <laughs> the no bespoke war hats have been made. However, Rough Oak, to the north of us, Rough Oak, you know, not Rough Oak. You, you've, you've, you're familiar with the Kolgafirian map. I'm, I know that because you're from here. Rough Oak. Jarl uh, Kotal Golfson has ordered lots and lots of wool for that. So, that's it? That's the news I have. That's the news? Okay. That's the news I have. Okay. What a beautiful feather we will find you, she says, opening up the door uh, and exiting all together out of the closet. The garment workers, their heads are still down and they're in their vats of, of dye. The steam is like coming up off to them. The ground is splotted with various color and making this extremely beautiful rainbow. Shall we go into another room, perhaps to speak more about this hat? You have like an office? I do not have an office, but we could perhaps sit down in the front room and I will just close the shop and we will reserve this room for this single party and the ex extremely wonderful and exciting events that you have and are making a huge order for. Yep. 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 Sounds good. Yep. And she opens the door once more uh, into the main room and closes the front door and locks it tight and then closes the warehouse door and locks it tight. Please step inside the changing room. All right. Step inside the changing room. Okay. I was just gonna see if you could do it. All right, come back out. Come back out. You look like goofs. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask a lot of questions, but I know that there's a big event going on up north. And so I don't know if you could use that for getting back in or whatever it is that you're planning to do. Hey, what are you planning to do? Who are these assholes? Well, sorry, who are these two assholes and Alaris <laughs> who I've met and respect? I sign, this asshole's name is Urshan. And I'm, and I'm Grimton, steady hand. It's a pleasure. Yes, thank you. Uh, hats? Absolutely. Yes. 
no uncertain terms. I trust your judgment. Just make it match my current outfit. There, there's like a, a big vase filled with, with feathers and quills and, and such. And she like flicks one and it, uh, it just like comes out and like starts drawing your current outfit. And, and she's got lots of dyes there that are acting as paints and inks. So this is a very w- well done, like full color sketch of your current outfit that she's planning on referencing later to make your hat. You, you two steady hand? Yeah, black, red feather. Fabulous. Brim, we going for snapback. You want a beanie? Give me a brim for sure. Toad boy style? Little bit like a toad boy. Little toad boy. Or like a fedora. Red feather's important. No. <laughs> lady? Make it a fully adult. A toad man. Toad man. Ah, yes, the toad man. Well established. Toad man style, black, red feather. What are you doing here? Buying a hat. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this this is for granted. If you're coming into the shop, you're buying something. We do more than hats, by the way. Do you want a cloak? <laughs> sure, throw a cloak on. Do you want a shirt? I'll take a whole new outfit. I haven't do you changed want, in, like... You do look really grimy. Are you telling me this is a haberdashery? This is a haberdashery. I know I haven't been back into Endelfilk in a while. You know there's a bounty on your head. Yes, no, may not be the best time. We're going to get out soon. Two trunks of silver. Mostly gathering information and uh, making sure I still have allies here in Endelfeld. Of course you still have. Yeah, of, I'm right here. Of course I'm here. You can always take that for granted. Do you know anything about the next hunt? The hunt? Yeah. Like the, the Jarl yeah. hunt? Yeah, Jarl hunt. No? What with me not really having connections to the log house. Yeah, we gotta ask someone whose shop is directly connected to the long house. Sort of like the person we were just talking Literally to. Literally off the side of it. Did you already stop and see Okra? Yeah. Yes. Good, she would have been absolutely insulted if you hadn't. So how, how else can I help you? Well, you already have by letting me know that something big is happening up north. So, so far we have three things that we could potentially do, right? We need to talk to your younger sister about the next time that there is a hunt. What? Wait, why do you need the hunt? Oh, our original plan is to kill the Jarl before he kills me. <laughs> You're going to kill Iron Tusk? Wouldn't that be fun? That would be great. I'm excited for you. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> we'll holler if we need any help. What are the other two things? We got the coal shipment coming in that we could potentially try to disrupt. Okra told you about that. And then you told us about this big to-do up north that we could potentially investigate because I feel like what our ultimate goal is right now Wreak havoc. is to get Elfbreaker here into a position of power and getting more allies is a good thing. So doing something like going to a big to-do to try to make allies doesn't seem like the worst idea either. You sound like an ideas guy. He is the ideas guy. I'm so glad we found this weird elf. (laughs) Can you tell us more about the big to-do up north? I don't know. What they ordered was dyed wool from me. Not, nothing tailored, just raw 
dyed wool. What color? Hey, what color? Uh, orange. No Grafelk is where this is getting shipped, right? No, it's getting, it's gonna get shipped through Nagrafilk, but it's going ultimately up to Grafilk. It was- uh, Oh, all the way up to Grafilk. Uh, Jarl Golson, who placed the order. Oh. Or who had the order placed, excuse me. Do you know if orange is of special significance to Grafilk? Like, is it like the house colors or- The way that purple is here. Yeah. Uh, Agnar, give me a history check. Well, that's a three before I figure out where I put my character sheet, so. <laughs> so it's looking pretty bad. Agnar's dumbass doesn't remember. <laughs> Nothing significant that I know off the top of my head. Fantastic. Maybe we can figure out some more research. Is there like a library in town? Library? Yeah. Like the book place? Yeah. No? I mean... <laughs> There, there's a lot of records that have been kept in the longhouse. Do you want to go see a lawkeeper? Like, is that what you're looking for? Like a story person, you know, like a yeah. lore, lore master. Sure, I would say that you should talk to Svick. Svick, the the blind guy. Yeah, how do you know Svick? Uh, ran, ran into, into him. him the other day. I'm just gonna say I sign. We should not, and I want to point this out. I went from one-handed informal to two-handed formal just for the word not talk to that man at all for any reason. Agreed. Okay. I won't ask why. That's okay. Now, does, now at the big meeting today, there, there was... Wasn't uh, that? Sick, <laughs> wasn't that? Was, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Give me a persuasion check, Agnar. No, or deception. I guess I guess it's more deception. It depends on, are you insisting that it wasn't you or are you trying to convince her otherwise? Like, are you trying to demand her to believe or are you trying to actually bullshit? I mean, this is one of your sworn allies. I'm just trying to not give her more information. You know, like... Plausible deniability. Yeah. People can break out of torture. Yeah, I would say persuasion. Just like, you don't need to know, man. Okay. Thing. Okay, 17. I will not ask. <laughs> Good idea. This is all very interesting information. Thank you for your time, and I look forward to picking up my order. Did you fill out the form that has all the specifics about the style you want and everything? Yeah. Great, I'll take that from you. She rips a piece of paper out of your hand. And I also give her some more, because I want a whole outfit, so I, I give her I give her some more silver. And are you wanting change after this? No, I keep change. What hat did I get? What hat did you want? I asked her to select for me, and that was kind of the whole... Oh, shit. And you, wait, did you want a bespoke hat? I forget. Uh, I, I just gave her freedom, so bespoke or otherwise, whatever she thought would be... You know, art, artist privilege there, as she can choose. Bespoke whatever. or unbespoke. You you remind her about the hat since she's taken the order from Alaris. She selects a lovely knit beanie, off of not not like a mannequin head, but like a a little wooden dowel that has like a convex bowl at the top to like keep its shape. You know. How does a dragonborn wear a beanie? They stretch over the head, asshole. God, you're so insensitive. Right? I'm just like over here shaking my head, putting my hat on. <laughs> and it goes on the head no problem because it's never been an issue. She's a professional. She's not going to give me a hat that's not going to fit my head. It has a little bobble at the very end. How cute. What color is this hat? Did you say that? It matches in spirit, but not directly. Like it doesn't clash, you know? It goes. It goes. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't look out of place. 
Even with your bright green scarf that you have wrapped around your neck. I am absolutely pleased with my hat and pair whatever she demands, plus a tip. Let, let me know if there's any problems with it and we'll get you sorted out. That includes damage, by the way. Any Anything that, that we sell like is part of a, a warranty, lifetime guarantee. Wow. For, for you. Excellent. She says, pointing first at Agnar and then at the rest of you. I gotta get back to work and get my store open again. We gotta keep being nonchalant about it. So please exit this way. Out the shop door, she says, flipping the sign back to open and opening the front door. Thank you for visiting our woolery, our nice little haberdashery here. May you all enjoy the orders that were placed under the names that you gave me. Thank you and we'll see you again. And the door shuts behind you and you are back out in this little market thing. With a nice hat. Oh, actually, you know what? Give me a perception check. All right. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, no. That's bad. Pulled an Agnar over here. Base roll was a three. Ooh. Is this for everybody? I got a nine. Looking at a uh, six. I got a two. I got a nat 20, so you guys see nothing. But <laughs> Grimton's third eye opens. <laughs> Grimton, or there in the market, you spot friendly looking fishermen. One with no teeth who is bruised and battered. Another, who looks a little jaundiced. Another has a big bald spot on the back of their head. And another one is called Nails, and you know that in your heart. <laughs> because you've met these creatures before. Creatures! These characters, these friends of yours. Fully unaware that this is happening, I turn to Agnar and sign. Do you have any other contacts we need to see? Um, I think we should head to the shipwright and then decide from there. Does Grimton recognize that the fishermen are like... They're looking around. Okay. They don't know really what they're searching for, but you can tell that their eyes are looking. Gotcha. You can probably guess that they're on the up and up about this whole bounty thing. Yeah, I follow to the shipwright, get up against Alaris, and I go, hey, you remember those fishermen that we were scuffling with yesterday? Uh, yeah. They're definitely, like, around here. I saw them. They're not behind us right now, but they were looking around real suspicious-like. Do you think we should be worried? I mean, we should always be a little worried, Grimton. Right. Perfect. Just thought you should know. I guess we should let the others know. Well, y'all, I think we should uh, mosey on somewhere else. Like real toad boys. <laughs> Which one of you pulls out a harmonica? <laughs> Actually, Urshan has a horse. Urshan has a horse named Old Paint. I should pull out the harmonica for sure. Um, Urshan is a toad boy. So I pull out my blues harp. Uh, I start playing gentle yet somber tune. Uh, make a stealth check. Actually, make a performance check. Unfortunately, that is a better stat. <laughs> I have a fair amount of points in charisma. Nat 20! Wasted ass nat 20. <laughs> Just like. It is so good. You're not even trying. <laughs> it's got that lazy grace. You got that lazy grace. You're trained in in harmonica, by the way. I'm writing that down, yeah. All harmonica rolls. You can add a plus five to your performance roll when you're using a harmonica. Nice. That was a tool proficiency. 
it is so good. People understand it in their souls. The whole of the market Uh-oh. turns their eyes to you. Uh, I get out of sight. <laughs> so yeah, so immediately, w- once I realize I have turned far too many heads, I definitely curtly give a gesture for my like, like maybe behind my back for like my party to like GTFO, uh, and then saddle or saddle sidle away from where they are trying to make a, a, a quiet escape and appear to be like, you know, moseying as it were, not paying attention, just 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 noodling around as I go. As toad boys do. Toad boy sidles away with a casual gait. Give me a persuasion check for nonchalantness. Fortunately, this is the other skill I trained in. 17. It looks proficiently nonchalant. (laughs) You other three assholes, you give me stealth checks to casually (laughs) disappear into the audience. With advantage because of my nat 20 performance roll? With advantage because all eyes are locked on. Oh, nice. Urshan, out of mere curiosity of nothing else. You're welcome, assholes. (laughs) Well, I got a... A 20. A 21. Mine's at least a 15. So you have blended in with the crowd, Assassin's Creed style. You walk on your your merry way. However, you are getting farther away from your new party member, Urshan Bethethnosh. I know where we're going, though. Oh, you do know where you're going because you are, you're not local, but you're a townie at this point. And you other three follow Agnar. Yeah, we're going to the shipwright. Hey friends, it's Joe. It's currently mid-May 2023 and I'm preparing for my Montessori training that will begin in just a couple weeks and it's it's taking a lot out of me. Uh, I've got an online course that I'm working through that will prepare me for my two months away from my spouse, my dog, my family, and my home. Uh, I'm nervous about that in itself and I'm nervous about how it will affect the show. Um, With our new semi-weekly recording schedule, though, the cast and I are at a safe point where we've got a backlog of raw audio that stretches to the moon and back. Like, really, we've completed the first act of Arc 3. So it's just a question of whether me or another cast member will be able to edit the main story and get it out to you. And here's hoping that we can manage to publish that while I'm away. Stay in contact with us on the Darkmoor Podcast Network Discord channel. Uh, There's a link to that channel down in the doobly-doo. In addition to all of our member shows channels, you'll also find where we record Disadvantage every fifth Monday of the month. Uh, Sarah is gearing up to run a dungeon for our highest tier members of our Patreon uh, here in just a couple weeks, matter of fact. In addition to that tier, go visit patreon.com slash advantage dnd to go see all the other rewards uh, that we offer there. There's a bunch, and it's part of a continued commitment that we have to keep it fresh as a thank you for the financial support that y'all keep offering us to keep the show running. What becomes possible when you let go of your preconceived notions on what makes a great story? What becomes possible when we see tabletop role-playing as more than just a game and also as a vehicle for personal growth and development? What becomes possible when you let your characters live through your gameplay? 
This is the DM Shower Thoughts Podcast, a proud member of the Darkmore Podcast Network, available on iTunes and Spotify. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. The water is pretty brackish here. I don't know if I'm using that term right. Is that what it means when it's like salty and fresh water kind of at the same time? I don't know. Let's Google it. Brackish. Brackish. Slightly salty, as yeah, is perfect. the mixture of a river and seawater oh. it, uh, in estuaries. Uh, Fantastic. I got that correct then. Uh, yeah, it is definitely an estuary at the, the mouth of the river Sick as it enters uh, the darkest deep here at Indelfuck. Um It is a very big commercial hub. There's lots of fishing, lots of fishing. You pass by fishing boats uh, of all sizes, dock workers offloading crates and crates of fish and barrels and heaps and all sorts of fishing-related accoutrements. We are heading to Ulfhild's area. Great. Well, Oldfield's area is definitely now the name of his store. <laughs> it's like a line. It's like a poorly taped off little area. There's a gate where like, <laughs> listen, if you're not Oldfield, you don't have a business here. Oldfield's Sea Strong has paid the lease for, for this amount of docks. You're trying to encroach. You can't. This is Oldfield Sea Strong's area. Every once in a while, along this uh, this rope are little signs that do, in fact, say Oldfield's area. So colloquially, according to those from Endofilk, you know where you're going. Yep. And she is there, pounding away hammer and nail at a new ship. Ahoy! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Do I was just thinking, like, do people actually say ahoy, or is that just like she puts down like the, the hammer? Dumbest... <laughs> like I'm done for today. Like that was it. And turns around. What in the nine house? Hi. Uh... Hey, it's me. Great. And I like show my little arm. <laughs> I really, I really love that that like Agnar is committed to this strategy, even though it has not yet worked a single time. Look, Agnar, Agnar is, like, is well educated, the but the intelligence score is still low. <laughs> you tell him you got that negative two modifier to your intelligence rolls. <laughs> oh yeah, it's negative two. Listen, mate, I work with sailors all day long. Do you think you're the only one-armed, generic-looking orc asshole that I've met <laughs> today? Uh, my ship, it's Stormbreaker. It's Deep Red. It's me. I'm not kidding. Elfbreaker? Yes. Oh, shit. Come on. Come on. She uh, takes you into the hold of uh, one of the larger boats that are there out of the visual range of anybody else that's mingling on the deck or whatever. We're going to go intercept a shipment of iron? Coal. 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 We're going to go intercept a huge shipment of coal. I also wanted to know any news you have since I haven't been in town in months. Longer than this campaign has been going on in-universe. Correct. <laughs> what 
do you need to know? I, I built a huge fleet of ships, like hundreds, with berths big enough to ship at least 50 each. You know, I don't know much about Indelfilk yet, but they only do things in large quantities. There's a war on, you moron. <laughs> Good one. Where'd you send those ships? I didn't send them anywhere. I built them. I mean, like, where'd you ship them to? I shipped them shipped <laughs> they were shipped right here and then i don't know where they were taken oh i see there was a day when dozens nigh hundreds of folks came down to where they were moored they all rode out and they all left looked like they were headed south i know these ships are you eating something alaris <laughs> yeah what are you eating alaris jerky alaris where did you get jerky um one of the stalls it was when the harmonica was playing. You're trying to look nonchalant. Yeah, I get it. That's fine. Okay. I think Oldfield grabs a piece of jerky from your bag. Yeah, you can have some. You're in Oldfield's area. So what's yours is hers. What do you mean you know these ships? Oh, we, we were selling north recently, so we saw a bunch of ships going south. Did you see where they are now? Uh, somewhere around the darkest deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Are you talking... And and to be clear, this is not out loud because Urshan would not have this knowledge. But are you referencing the uh, ships that we sank? Yes, yes. those are all the ships that, that, that got built. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought you were talking about. That feels right. That, those are definitely the ships that got built. I don't think you want to talk to to her about this. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm, I'm trying to... Lars has not spoken a lie yet. That's why I said they were in the darkest deep. Technically true. All right. Well, glad that uh, Agnar doesn't know anything about that. So that she can't dig her own grave. <laughs> Correct. But regardless, do you have a ship that we could borrow or buy or whatever? Any sort of thing like that? Why can't we just take my ship? The Stormbreaker, yeah. Do you have a ship? Then we'll take that one. It's fantastic. Where is it? It's back by the uh, by the bar. You know, you, I built that for your mom. It's an amazing ship. I know, I, I know. And I pledged a lifetime of upgrades to her fleet. And since Stormbreaker was purchased as a part of that, you can upgrade that for free anytime. So could we bring it here? No. What? Not without a disguise. Oh, shit. I forgot that it's distinct. It is not nondescript. It's rather distinct. Dreadfully distinct. So? Love having a red ship with gold trim and a big-ass dragon. Ass dragon. I do, actually. It's a really cool ship. You've seen it before, all of you, at some point, whether you knew it was hers or not. Yeah, it was over there by the bar. Because it's on the dock outside the Drecky Drecka. So I don't know how you're going to get it here, but I could outfit the hells out of that. I mean, can you work at night? How busy is it here at night? When do you think the fishing boats are unloaded? When the sun goes down? Yes. Yes. That's nighttime. And then there's like a whole other part of night. Sleeping. I'm talking like not twilight, like six hours later. How fast do you think these people can work? <laughs> Decently. <laughs> See, it's fun. It is fun. We'll worry about the upgrades later. No, no, hold on. We're already on this topic. What I think you need to do, Agnar, is just figure out a way to disguise your ship. 
get new sails. I could outfit you with new sails. You can put them up, just some basic white ones. Cut the masthead off. I know you like it, but we could refit yourself with some new masthead. Uh, That's one of the most distinguishing parts of the damn thing. Uh, I don't like that. Listen, careen your boat. You'd probably do for a cleaning anyway. Careen your boat, get it out of the water, scrape off the paint and repaint it while it's up there. Then I can bring it here and work on it for free all the time. Yeah, but we're gonna need it. We need it in like two days. Well, so you better do it fast if you want that. Fine. The woman's got a point. Can we save the masthead? Tell you what, I bet we could cut it off, work on it, and then I could remount the same masthead. Yeah, that seems fine. Yeah, we can give it a new paint job. So now we got to go to the paint store? She has paint right here. (laughs) I got paint right here. What kind of paint do you have? What color do you suggest? Boat paint. I don't care what color, just not the red. Then give me some boat paint so we can go paint this boat. And some sails. The plain white sails. Smash cut. Scraping paint off in the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> I don't understand why we had to get the upgrades right now. Alara says, while painting a boat. The boat dragged up on shore. There are people that are scraping the paint and all the barnacles that are on it littering the ground beneath you. Some of you are painting. Uh, beige. <laughs> wonderful, camouflaged, unnoticeable beige. Sailor's beige, as they called it. Sailor, sailor's beige. Sailor's beige. Agnar is up on top of the boat with a hand axe in her left hand, the only hand that she has. Agnar is fixing to cut off the masthead. If I'm gonna do this, then we have to kill the Jarl. And then I do it. This show would not be possible without the generous financial backing of our Patreon supporters. Today's episode was brought to you by Adam Guta, Brian, Chris Kimball, Dan Bauer, Daniel Tan, Lena Nibulsi, Lucia, Mark Williams, Michael Callahan, Ryan, Thor, and Yona. Thank you, each and every one. We would not be able to share this story with the world without your help. Music in this show was written and performed by our friends, Blake Bost and Ormond Audio. In this episode, I also got to play the harmonica. Our logo and extensive maps on our website were done by Daniel Grayling. Emmeline Kelly drew our character art, and our website was built by Labor of Love Graphics. Our role-playing system is 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, published by Wizards of the Coast, who we hope will keep the focus of the game on community over profit. A Liar Scale Dream was played by Zach Weaver. Jesse Lemus played Grimton Steady Hand. Agnar Elfbreaker was played by Sarah Zimmerman. And Urshan Bethethnosh was played by Stephen Sibbles. I'm the Dungeon Master, Joe Love. Thank you, friends. 
All right, I hit record. Oh, Let's go. Well, I'm recording. So now I'm recording. And now we are all recording. Sarah, do you, Sarah, get that pretzel out of your mouth. Or so help me. No pretzels, it's pistachio. Yeah, you stupid bitch. <laughs> so help me. One, two, three. Clap, clap. I almost said record again. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Rec- ah, yes, he. I, I promise. You'll hear the delay. One more thing about the the putting the explicit rating on the podcast. Um, I listened to Ologies by Ali Ward, which is a fantastic science podcast. And hers have always had the E because she likes to cuss like a lot. Um, but somebody left her a zero star or one star review because they thought that the E meant E for everyone. For everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's and they're like, hilarious. Because the, like, there's literally an episode about like penises like it's like penisology and it's great like i learned so much but like it is explicit that's hilarious to me (laughs) completely unrelated and i'll try to this won't take very long just looking at at our our t public store again it's so cool uh so so cool beep yeah and we're not spending it on that one yeah where uh where we're we're only giving ourselves one yeah and honestly that's gonna make it yeah if that's if that makes the cut it's it's been a bad day um but if if any of you out there in listener land buys one of these tea public things please just send me a picture or like put it in the discord or, or on, on social, social media us. i want to see because like i think it's they're so cool and like i think it'd be really fun i mean just like sure for engagement but like even if you don't want to post it publicly like bring it into the discord i just i just want to see i want to see our products because i think it's cool hashtag twags hashtag twags in the wild What do I want to do? I don't know what I want to do. For what it's worth, though, I'm excited about this uncertainty because we've done the quest thing. Yeah. This is interesting. This is putting us out of our element. And I think it, it does a good job both of like, you know, getting us to experience a different aspect of tabletop gaming and have listeners maybe who don't play yet, but want to kind of get to see that aspect of us figuring it out as well. Sounds like so something great to talk about. I think think there's benefit to it. For all that I'm like, oh God, what the hell are we supposed to do? Yeah. Like, I also, I think it's important and I like it. Hey, what color? Well, I guess that means that it doesn't have a significance. Uh, Orange. Some orange wool. Well, it might have a... That's what we've got to find out. Does now. It's called world building, Sarah. Fair. You know, who knows? Maybe up north. Oh, oh, I see. Funereal orange. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like, if it was, like, our... What, if it was the the Kooning's colors, I'd be more concerned. Okay, cool. As you pull out your French harp, wait, hmm. blues harp? Oh, French harp is also a canonical name of a oh. harmonica. I've never heard it called that. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's uh, in fact one of the uh, not original Arkansan names, but that's like a common old Ozark name for uh, a harmonica. Anyway, but that the, calling it a, a French harp in this context raises some serious questions about what France is. <laughs> 
Wait, the French exist on the cusp. Yeah. <laughs> we, won't, we won't be calling it a French harp in this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, the blues now exists on the cusp. The though. blues is a canonical <laughs> music genre. The blues is transcendent, so it, it is universal and multi-universal. Everyone everywhere has to sing about their problems. Somewhere. Everybody's got problems. <laughs> yes, they do. I, I just wanted to point out that I I knew you were gonna do it. I didn't think you were gonna do it this fast. Um, but the Hero Forge mini of Urshan already has a hat. Uh, yeah, and because <laughs> that's the only one that's finished. For what it's worth, this is exactly what I imagined. Like the colors, I was like, what would go good with my outfit? Probably some like yellow and tan kind of vibe. And literally this is exactly what I was imagining. So I'm perfect. Brilliant. You too can get your own listener at Hero Forge. I, I also, I also, I look thrilled to have this hat. Big dopey grin. It would be so awesome to be, to be sponsored by Hero Forge with the amount. God, that would be the coolest. With the huh? amount of minis you've made. How many minis have been bought? I wonder of I of D and D because you like clearly you have a portfolio of of minis. But like I, we've bought the five. Nope, I've we've bought the four main cast of arcs one and two and then i bought an extra uh-huh. one for my own guy uh that was done with the help of uh our good friend gavin anyway you you two listener can get your own urshan bethethnos at www.heroforge.com slash load underscore config percentile sign 3d14587115 slash and that D is capital. Capital D. Can you just put the link in the description? Nope. You got to figure it out yourself. Again, <laughs> dot com slash load underscore config percentile three capital D one four five eight seven one one five forward slash. I'm just imagining the listener who's like checking out this phone on their or this this podcast on their lunch break and they're like going onto their you know their they gotta play it on like quarter time speed so that they can follow along. (laughs) Slow down, Joe. Like (laughs) I'm just saying Urshan looks very happy to have the hat. I know Urshan is thrilled. So happy. Uh, we're going to go intercept uh, a shipment of iron? Coal. 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 We're going to go intercept a huge si- shipment of coal. Um, yeah. Because, see, you need two coal and one iron to make a steel bar. Yep, 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 yep. Sh- shoe us Jagex? RuneScape? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we all got that. <laughs> did, did anybody here not play RuneScape? I didn't really, but... <gasps> yes! I know. You can you still out. play it. Still, you can, can still, still play it. On. You can still play it. You can it. even do classic yeah, 07 I, RuneScape. Uh, old old school RuneScape is actually really good. It's just like you remember it. Is, is Miniclip still a thing? Where do you play it? RuneScape.com. And I promise whatever internet you have now, no matter how bad you think it is, it's better than the dial-up that you used before. 
I played on dial-up. I played RuneScape on dial-up. How do I play RuneScape on dial-up? Very slowly. With commitment, that's like... Very slowly. I didn't play it well. A bunch of people in my office have been getting back into RuneScape. Like, oh recently, my god, like last... it looks so good. When you go to RuneScape Old School. So RuneScape Old School, quick aside, is awesome. So basically they took it back to the very original RuneScape. And every so often they have all of the people that have been playing for a set amount of time vote on changes. So the only changes that happened are the ones that players want to have happen. Oh, that's so So, nice. if, that's cool. so if everyone's like summoning sucks, then it just gets voted off and it doesn't get added to the game. There's a grand exchange in it? The grand exchange is in it. Ah, yes. oh, bummer. The Grand Exchange is great. No, I mean, it's convenient, but it really ruined the market for stuff. And it made World 1 and 3 absolutely useless. Yeah, but it was also a cluster to go there beforehand. It was an absolutely cluster, and I loved it. (laughs) Joe just is here for the jank. I liked how messy it was. (laughs) Sarah's going to be playing every time we we get together to play D&D. Just have wood cutting up going in the background. kind of multitasker. But I am going to download it while we're playing. Sit there working on your uh, on your uh, U logs, trying to get those in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hear me out. Let's kill another dragon and get this ship also able to fly through. You know, we'd have to kill an adult dragon. You have a flying ship. Well, Urshan would have zero knowledge of this. This is Steven being silly. Man, it's fun not having knowledge from which my character could draw from. (laughs) (laughs) Says Urshan out loud. You have your own knowledge that we don't know. Just like tap into the universe and like suddenly I'm like connected to another person a la la, um, Assassin's Creed. Just like suddenly I get their memories. Sue us, Ubisoft.